everybody, welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I'm Andy, I got my co-host here, Ben, and also, we have another guest this week. I'll let Ben introduce our guest. Yeah, we're just going to guest guest all week this week, oh, yeah. it seems like. But before we get to our guest, don't forget you can find us on Facebook at Too Young to Be This Old, as well as Too Young to Be This Old on Twitter. And then our website to get our RSS feed or links to any of our podcast site is podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com, of course. Good job uh, keeping and all that housekeeping. I, it's what I do. We always we always try to jump over it. It's true. Um, still working on the YouTube channel. It is coming eventually. Um, we'll say soon, TM. And when I say that, I'm talking like when Blizzard provides updates soon. Yep. So don't expect it anytime soon. But it's coming. Um, our guest today is a good friend of mine known for going on almost 20 years now. I'm a good friend, Gabe. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself to the folks here. Hey guys, I'm Gabe. Going to be the special guest this week. I'd like to thank Ben and Andy for this uh, opportunity. Oh, well, he's thanking us. He's the first one that's done that. Yeah, it's true. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so as has become ritual now, um, Andy, what have you done since our last recording? Oh, since it's a weird week where we recorded now our second episode in one week, being all kinds of productive, there hasn't been a whole lot of other exciting things that have happened between this and the last time we recorded, but uh, I have been re-watching the wonderful HBO show Silicon Valley, um, and also besides that, really just during work, doing a lot of catching up on wrestling ahead of this week's uh, pay-per-view Fastlane. For our Ooh. two WWE fans that probably listen. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure the one other person that listens is in the podcast with us tonight. Um yeah. I have been watching Leaving Neverland, which means I will never listen to Michael Jackson music again without thinking about Oof. small children. It is a rough watch. Um it's a really rough watch. I, I don't recommend it for the faint of heart. Uh I did Anybody? go yeah, really. I did go and watch Captain Marvel last night, uh, since we are recording this on Friday. Uh, was really impressed with the movie, um, much more so than I expected to be. Um, go in with your expectations at normal superhero movie bar, and you will not leave disappointed. Um, All right. Just something to be aware of there. And even though you haven't recorded with us before, Gabe, what have you been up this week uh, not too much um i don't know if it was the last week or so but since you guys are talking about watching things uh a binge watch that show sabrina or the chilling adventures of sabrina really really but, liked it it's actually good is that on that's the netflix original right? netflix yeah okay cool cool always love to uh have some new ideas to watch other than parks and rec for the 15th time or scrubs <laughs> for the 100th time Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's episode is a little departure from what we normally talk about, but it has it, it, it's something I wanted to talk about, um, and I say I've wanted to talk about, even though I probably don't have any business talking about it. Um, it's children and how raising children in this day and age has changed from even when we were growing up to when our parents were growing up, and. The suitable title I've decided to come up with, which will probably also be the episode title, is How to Train Your Crotch Goblins. Yeah, there's no way that's not the episode title. 
I was about to say it has to be. There's just no um, crime to none. Before we get into some of the new age stuff, I kind of want to go back and talk about our upbringings first. Um, let's start with our guests. Like, Gabe, can you explain some ways that your parents, like, I guess, how they shaped you into the person you are today? That's uh, starting me on the spotlight. Uh, so, really, that one's hard to say. Well, not really too hard, because kind of going what you said, how they shaped me and stuff, I really say, if anybody, my brothers shaped me. Uh, my Steven, you guys know him, or at yeah. least Ben, you know. Yeah. Uh, definitely followed after him. My mom, so I was probably more of a mama's boy. Uh, could always go to my mom if I needed to talk to somebody. My dad was, I don't know if you guys, hard ass, you guys good with that? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can, uh, hey, you can curse. You. We have to throw the explicit tab- tag every week, and I think okay. I'm just okay. gonna... And I don't this remember entire podcast, podcast explicit. explicit. <laughs> There's one episode we didn't curse. Uh, that was our first one, and that had our that most was like a lot of restraint. Oh, it was the Super Bowl somehow. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Back on track. Right. My bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know if it was if you or maybe a uh, good friend Clark, it, who was over, but we were playing like some video games. And my dad just like busts the door open. He's like, turn off the video games and go wash dishes and stuff. It's like there's like three dishes in the dish uh, or the sink. And, yeah, he's a real hard ass. Um, slightest little thing set him off, and mm-hmm. he was kind of one of those well, Christians where it's like you got to be like this. It was me that was there. I do remember this. Event. Was you okay? Okay, but let me let me narrow it down a little bit more. Maybe right. maybe I broad stroked it pretty little too much there. <laughs> so, what did your parents do in terms of discipline? Like, if you did something wrong, what were your rewards for being good, and what were some standing ground rules they had? Hmm. Standing ground rules. I'll have to come back to that one. But uh, it's for being good. Usually it was, you know, got to go out, you know, the weekend with a friend. Hey, you know, remember that time you got to go to the principal's office, whatever, and get that slip to ride the bus to your friend's house? Yeah, Yeah, those... Those were the days. So those yeah. were like, you're good. Hey, you did a good job kind of stuff. Uh, bad was, I I don't think I ever got like a spanking, but I, I definitely had the fear of God that like I was going to get. Um, like my so dad the, would pull over side of the road, like go to a tree, like snap a branch off. And be like, <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. Adrian Peterson on your ass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> reference to NFL <laughs> true crime. Hashtag. Yeah, exactly. You know, we always right. got to try to bring. Yeah, call back. Bring, yeah, always. So, okay. So it sounds like pretty standard Southern growing up there. Yeah. To me, um, Andy, I'll, I'll phrase the same question to you. What were your parents' ways uh, to discipline you when you were bad, reward you when you were good, and what were some rules you had to follow? Sure. Um, I was a I was a well behaved little boy. Um, so I. I can tell you, I can that, remember like maybe like four times I ever got in trouble. Um, but uh, discipline always involved more like the removing of privileges rather than ever having any kind of feeling that I was like, you know, going to be physically striked. I, was, I, I might have been spanked once, maybe. If, if that's once even is a discipline, true but now it's just pleasure. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh God, Ben. But um, otherwise, you know, as long as I, uh, I did my chores, I got my uh, my allowance and the ability to, you know, 
do the things I enjoy doing. So, um, that allowance, lucky you. Yeah, I know, right? I, I was, I was lucky in that. But uh, otherwise, you know, yeah, like I said, and I think Ben, you had some of the same experience, right? Where discipline was much more effective if they took away the things you enjoyed to do or kept you from doing the things you enjoyed, and that was really kind of how things things rolled. Yes and no. Um, yeah. The first spanking I ever received, I literally asked for it because I'd never had one before and I thought it was a toy. <laughs> did you get it? Yes, <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. The second time it happened was because of I didn't fold my jeans and put them in my dresser. And it was the first and last one because my mom spanked me. I was like 12. And I made sure not to make a noise, and that made her so mad she had to leave and drive around the block before she could sit down and talk to me. Oh, man. So, both of you know my mother. Yep. That is dynamite in a small package. Yep. Yep. Um, But no, like you said, discipline for me was always, it was if I was bad or did something I wasn't supposed to do, it was getting something taken away. Uh, Video game privileges, phone privileges, the ability to go hang out with friends on weekends, things like that. Um, rewards. I never really got rewarded for good behavior. It was just I kept getting to do the things I wanted to do. Right, yeah, the reward was just you got to go you yeah. know, play outside, etc. Yeah, and my mom did have some rules. Um, I wasn't allowed to turn on the TV till homework was done. Um, I'd have to come home, do homework, do chores, then I was free to go, and it was in that order that things had to be taken care of. Um, right. As I got, you know, as you get a little older, the rules become, you know, you can't be out after this time. If you're going to be out or if you're going to go somewhere, we need to know where you're going, you know, stuff like that. But, I mean, pretty simple. And it, I think yeah. we're all kind of in the same boat. It was all all basic common sense stuff as a yeah. parent. Yeah, and, exactly. and the only bounds I think any of a Pushed was maybe Gabe pushed the boundaries of how long a human being can sleep from time to time. Still pushing it. <laughs> still, still pushing. Still pushing. <laughs> and probably, honestly, I think I've only been awake for about four hours. And that's saying something, Jesus. considering you're in a completely different time zone than I. Right. Yeah. But now that we've talked about how we're brought up, we're now at the point where we either have friends or we know people. We're close to people who have kids, Gabe. Um, And this new, I don't want to call it new way, this new way, this new age of parenting to me is infuriating when I'm out in public. Or when you hear what people complain about their children doing and stuff like that. I can think of, even though my mom didn't physically discipline me, if I said half the stuff I hear kids say out and about, my mom would have ended my life at that moment. It would have ceased if I gave my mom oh, any sort yeah. of back talk Easily. that I hear from kids nowadays. Yeah, I've, I've seen that like in line at the store, or I'm sure working at a retail game establishment, Ben, you, you, you saw that kind of sass and would stand but, there and wonder if this child was about to die. Yeah, well, sometimes I thought I might be the one that kills the child. <laughs> I'll be real honest with you. Um, Gabe, you've also worked at a, a video game retail establishment, yeah. so you can explain that one as well. Easily. Just... Just the uh, hissy fits would just like, 
yeah. Just going on, like, especially with uh, the games like Modern Warfare 2. I don't know if <laughs> if you do this, but I'd make oh. sure to get the parents' attention. Hey, look, there's a there's this one level where this happens. Yeah. And uh, they're like, uh, they look to their kid as if, is that okay? No, you're the parent. Like, no, no, yeah, you tell the kid that th- if that's okay or not. Right, you don't look for so, them for, like, approval. Go ahead. So what you're saying is kind of is the first point I, I see is some of the negative things that are happening with parenting nowadays is there's too many parents that want to be friends with their kids. Mm-hmm. You're not, as a parent, you're supposed to help that child grow into a, a human being that can contribute to society. You don't, not saying that you don't want your kids to like you, but you need to make sure that that child is ready to be part of the world. And that is not something that's happening in a lot of cases nowadays. Uh, going on to your point about the video games, I had parents with their eight-year-old child bring me a game like Saints Row, and I'm having to be like, ma'am, this is rated M for blood, violence, sexuals, all, sexual um, references, nudity, this, that, and the other. And she goes, oh, how bad can it really be? I'm like, well, you get to beat somebody to death with a big purple dildo. Yeah. You're letting your eight-year-old child play this. Oh, he'll turn the sound off. It'll be okay. It's not stopping what he's seen. So as a parent, you're more concerned with the kid liking you and having a good time than you are teaching the kid from right and wrong. And I know I was yelled at a lot of times for questioning the parents when they would buy these games. You're now teaching kids that they can yell and treat other people however they want just from the snippet they're getting with you and your your social worker because kids watch everything you do, even if you don't think they do. So I think that's something that not a lot of people are aware of. Of course, we just see that in general in this generation with some of the bullshit you see on social media now. And, and something I, I want to You have some bring. feelings about this, huh? Dude, I, I really do, Andy. I, I told you, even though I <laughs> I'm don't I'm just letting have you go. Child, I love it. I, yeah, even though I don't have a child, I have lots of, lots of thoughts on children. And I am getting to the point where me and my wife do want to have kids within the next four to five years. So I'm like mentally checklisting and prepping myself on some of these things. Ben's and, uh, dad. You know, Lana turned to me the other day and said that. And she was just like, isn't that weird? And I was like, yeah. What's what? That I'm going to be a dad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one, one, day. Day, one day I'll be a dad. It's just, it's hard to think about because, you know, we did an episode about our drinking. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to stop drinking, oh, I know, but I mean, I know. <laughs> as I'm drinking a 40 right now. Responsibly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and Gabe, with you having a kid, maybe you can help me either yeah. understand or disprove this subject. What's up with children just giving, or parents just giving their children tablets or tur- turning the TV on and just letting them have free reign and go with it? So, I, I do that myself. Um, my, my mom buys her a tablet like every year, um, just cause you know, just like computers that kind of go out and stuff, but I give her the TV, I give her the tablet, but my daughter has enough mindset to know that like, you know what, I, I'd, I'd rather not watch TV right now or, you know, I'm done with my tablet. Um, so she'll come into my room a lot of the times and we'll just talk, we'll hang out, uh, play games. So like I'll chase her around or, you know, she'll tell me how her day went at school. So it, it really, but you comes... don't like. If she's throwing a hissy fit, you're not handing her her tablet to keep her quiet. Oh, absolutely not. Okay, uh, so that, that, yeah, no, that's the hissy what I mean. fits that's are. Good, yeah. I've yeah. I've taken her TV out of her room before. I've hidden her tablet for about a month before, uh, just because you know she she would lose it. 
You know, uh, I would tell her, hey, it's bedtime, go to bed. Wham, like just scream and pitch in a fit. All right, TV's gone. All right, tablet, gone, that kind of stuff. Um, she is kind of funny in the way that I can take things away from her and she'll just quickly move on and be like, you know what, it's gone, whatever. But yeah, no, going back to your point, I don't reward her for bad behavior. Okay, yeah, so you're not using the tablet or a TV as a way to shut the kid up. But you see it all the time at a restaurant or in a social setting. Kids screaming in the car. Mom's like, "Here's my phone. Play with it." Yeah, that's. Right. that's I, mean, that's I, I don't even think it's. I mean, the tablet's like you know the new thing, right? It's what you see now. The iPads, which that that like makes my 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 wallet hurt and my just it hurts because <laughs> I know how much those things cost. And I I've them. never owned a tablet. Yeah, ever. Yeah, okay, that's you. I've owned exactly. tablets. But yeah, I've not, never, never an iPad one. because they're yeah. ridiculously expensive, and I also but, I mean, but, generally but, buy what I'm just saying products. is, when I see a seven or an eight year old with a tablet, I want to smack somebody. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> even allowed to have a hell. phone until I got my first job. Right, but when we were when we were younger, it was like Game Boys. Like that's what got thrown at the kids <laughs> to like keep them quiet. The Game Boys yeah. were like and, much and I saw simpler. It they didn't have this stuff they had. I saw out it today. happen with my cousins. Like, and, and I had were... to pay for my first Game Boy. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I had an abuelo who loved me and got me a Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish. <laughs> you wish you had an abuelo who loved you? Yeah, for real. <laughs> but I had I, mean, I had a grandfather that bought me all the Megazords, as oh, as no. has been seen in my, my previous room. But right. yeah, so it's just, I hate the fact that it seems like instead of uh, helping kids work out the issue or trying to get to the root of what the problem is, everyone just wants to find that quick fix to shut them up. Right. But I mean, my, my point being in that I don't think it's even a new thing. I think it's just the, the evolving technology. It's always something different. I mean, in the freaking late 90s, my cousins had TVs in the back of their car because that's the only way they would shut up in the car. Well, see, I was. It was ridiculous I, then. It's ridiculous yeah. now. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I was told if I was allowed in the back of the car, I'd get my ass beat. So you yeah. know what I was. My wasn't? mom would be like, "I'm gonna call the police, and they will take you away." And that I was that I was good enough. I shut the fuck up. That is horrifying. <laughs> it was horrifying. <laughs> I had nightmares about it. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> what we're trying to say is, as much as people don't want to admit it, you can be conditioned at a, a young age to respect authority by putting fear. Fear is a motivator. The fear um, of El Policia. Because it was said in Spanish. I can, I can <laughs> believe that. Yep. Because you pass white. I do. <laughs> uh, so I think another thing you see with a lot of children, and honestly, this may be more the parents than the children nowadays, entitlement? Yes, all all the entitled millennial parents, right? No. Yeah, go, that. you, you specifically put this as your name, so <laughs> let right. me hear your entitlement thoughts here. No, no, I, I, I feel like it's... Uh... It's something I feel like I've seen more and more over the years, or maybe just because I'm getting grumpier, I've noticed it more and more. But it's because the parents feel entitled, like I have kids, but I'm still going to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, you know, I can take my kids with me to. I went to a brewery, uh, uh, like, uh, over Thanksgiving break. And uh, this is not a place I expected, like, children to be running around screaming and knocking things over. But guess what was happening? Battle and juice. It wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't battle and juice, but this was a real ass brewery, which I did not know they allowed children in. Um, Would have affected my decision to go there. Um, And then, like, you know, restaurants, right? I I almost feel like I don't, 
I've gone to super fancy restaurants, you know, with work and stuff like that. And, and I'm trying to have like a nice anniversary dinner and without fail, there's a, there's a screaming child there. And a lot of times the parents do like the awesome thing and, and take them outside. I'm sure Gabe is this great parent who does that, but sometimes they just, <laughs> just sit there. Not giving what a single do, fuck. What do you do with your kid in a restaurant? Yeah, Gabe. Cause I think I've only went out to eat with you and Chloe like one time and all she did was eat her food. Because she was hungry. So what do I do with her at a restaurant? Yeah, like what? Like has she ever pitched a fit in a restaurant? Have you ever had to deal with a situation like that? I've I've had a couple of times where she you know would start to get a little uppity and you know kind of get that little I don't know, thing that kids do where they don't actually make words they just make noises. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's got to the point where you know I'm able to just get like a, a really you know tone voice and be like Chloe. And just kind of give her the, that, you know, that, give her that name. Get that, that dad, dad voice. Yeah. Ben, I love you. And then, <laughs> and they really, that's enough to stop it. Because, right. you know, once they, you won't, it's like kind of going what Ben Beck uh, was saying. Just, they, they watch you. They watch what you do. They, they, they listen to you whether you think they are not. Um, and, you know, just me being able right. to do the dad voice thing. I, in my mind, I think that's, you know, a respect between he, me and her to say that, you know, hey, you're getting out of hand and her to be okay. I understand. Right. And now that she's like, you know, a little bit older, I'm sure that works better than when she was just a baby. Um, Cause I know I have friends who like when they're, you know, you know, basically newborn was crying in the restaurant. They had like a time limit. Basically if they couldn't calm her down in, you know, three to five minutes, one of them had to go outside with her. Thankfully, my daughter was, like, never a big crier. Like, even after she was blessed. born, she slept, like, immediately. That's awesome. Yeah, easily blessed. Uh, you but know, You didn't have, like, a colicky baby or anything like that. No, uh, yeah, thankfully. Fucking blessed. But uh, movies, I think this happens a lot. And, Ben, I think you just had some experience yes. with this. So I'm at Captain Marvel, and uh, <laughs> it's me, go. my wife, and a friend of mine. And a family comes in and sits behind us, and it is... Um, I couldn't give you an exact age on the parents, but they were definitely on the nerdy spectrum of things. With three children ranging from like 10 to to 6. And that is not the age group when I'm going to see a superhero movie that I expect to have trouble out of. Yeah. But one of the kids, as scenes are playing, I don't want to give stuff away to people, he's monologuing over. At another point, I hear one of them get bored during a slow point in the movie, and he's tapping his feet and slapping his hands. Oh, my and, God. Oh and no. I'm just... I, this is horrible. I don't know which is worse, the fact that the parents never said anything, or the fact that the parents were also getting involved in it. Like, I understand being excited about a movie and wanting to lean over and maybe say something to a friend, but you say something and then it's over. You don't continue on a full-blown conversation while a movie's going on when you're in a theater with other people. Oh, yeah, that's true. Full-blown conversations. I can, I so can have a discussion with you about that one. <laughs> really bothered me. The point that bothered me was the fact that uh, it was obviously the youngest child wasn't getting the attention that he wanted about his comments. So the comments were being repeated louder. The noise was being made just so that people would look in his direction so that he could get them to listen to his comments. So I had to make a conscious effort myself to ignore him because I'm like, all he wants is attention. I am not going to be the one that gives it to him, and I'm not going to cause a scene in the movie theater. I'm just going to 
eat my popcorn, and drink my slushie, and enjoy this movie. Now, if I had been by myself and not with my wife, that could have been a completely different scenario. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like even if you were with me, it might have been a completely different scenario. Yeah, as as Andy can testify, my (laughs) wife is a very calming influence on me unless she gets wound up. Because if she gets wound up, all hell is about to break loose. (laughs) Oh, that that Dodger game. Oh, yeah, that Dodger but yeah, so I feel like we've talked a lot about some of the negatives we see and how we feel about it. And I mean, to me, a solution, and as dumb as it sounds, is I'm not saying, I don't think spankings work for, for most kids. Like we, we've all mentioned, getting things taken away from us is what works for us. And I feel like that can work with everybody. Parents just have to find out what what makes their kid tick to find what will effectively help with them understanding they did right or wrong. Because it's all trained behavior. No, I'm thinking, like, it, you, you're right. A lot of it has to do with trained behavior. So, you know, what do you do with a, a puppy, you know, that shits in the house? You you train it to go outside. You, you, you know, you can't just sit there and be like, ah, dang, this puppy just pooped in the house again. I can't yeah. deal with this. You go outside each time. You learn it. Yeah. You treat it. it. The dog starts to learn to go to the yeah. door. I mean, not to say that a kids a dog but a lot of the same things in the head okay i understand that if i do this this happens if i do this that happens you're not born inherently knowing right or wrong you have to be taught that right and it's parents job to teach that and there's a lot of parents failing at that a lot a whole lot and i don't understand i get I get some of the, the, I won't say that it's right and I don't say I agree with it, but I kind of get some of the parts that, and, and kind of going with the day and age, obviously things are a lot different than when we were kids. And it goes along to, you know, being more of this, you know, if you will, information age, everything getting crammed like it is today, that everything has to be so like now, now, I want it now, everything's now, like, it can't be prolonged, it has to happen right. now. And so that's what these parents now that are, are growing up and, and having kids thinking that's how it has to be. The kids have to do this now. Well, they won't do it. Well, let me give them something that'll stop them now or, or you know, have them do this now. And right. it's just that mentality that's being carried right. along into these new parents. Just because of the whole, like, instant gratification. Exactly. Thing. We didn't, you know, a lot of us didn't start with right away, right? Like, a lot of us, right. you know, all of us are close to the same age, I think. Um we we all yeah. yeah so we all grew up with like the early internet right and but you know we grew we up had in a time where we probably remember <laughs> not AOL dial-up. like I remember when we first got internet like like you know we didn't grow up with too. it available all the time but I think we spent enough time with it being uh, just basic part of life that we still have some of that instant gratification. Um, mindset right where everything needs to be quick fast and you know I, I i want this now so i can get it now you know and i'll watch this now i can watch it now you know there's no waiting on anything mm-hmm. yes and no i think we appreciate when we get things instantly because oh we yeah i'm not saying without, we don't appreciate it i appreciate but, it yeah but yeah it's like like you said though there's a lot of people now that if they don't get it right this minute they're furious yeah, amazon exactly. having same day delivery as an option to me is mind-boggling is, yes it's, it's like, incredible. why? What purpose? Now, I do believe I, it needs to get there. I know some people that it's totally, it's totally like save them for parties and such. Well, I, well, here's the other thing. If you planned correctly, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Oh, I know, but 
Sometimes. Or you can go to Walmart, because if you can't find it at Walmart, you probably don't need it. Right, right. But if you got things to do in the house and you want your Amazon same day to deliver you some food, you can do that. You could also call Domino's and they'll deliver stuff no, within 30 to 45 minutes. But what if I don't want Domino's, Ben? What if I want a 12-pack of Cokes and various other food items? Then you ask that driver very politely. Or in our day and age, you call yourself an Uber. <laughs> I'm saying you can't leave the house, though, Ben. I don't... Well, then I don't need it. If I can't leave the house, I don't need it. All I time. just, you know, this weekend I I paid to have DoorDash bring me McDonald's at <laughs> one in the morning, and and it was the best fourteen dollars I ever spent. I I'm not even gonna argue with that. <laughs> it was fantastic. If Everything I could about do it. that, I'm fairly certain. Everything I would. about it, it was incredible, Ben. <laughs> I I can I can imagine it, but <laughs> I mean. I, I, I know that parents nowadays want their kids to grow into their own person, but you can't just let a kid grow on his own without some guidance. Um, it drives me crazy hearing parents like, oh, we don't tell our kid no. We don't want to teach them negative things. You need to teach your kid negative things because he's going to have a boss one day that tells him no. He's yeah, going to have a kid at school that's going to know. tell him no. Yeah, exactly, because otherwise they won't be able to function in the real world. Exactly. Every kid needs to play Little League Baseball at least one year. Kind of going with that no thing. Sports uh, in general. Given that, you know, I have a daughter and stuff, and, you know, hearing some of these stories, some of these parents teach your fucking boy kids no, because there's going to be girls that tell him no. That doesn't mean you get to shoot up a school. That doesn't mean you get to, like, rape somebody. Fucking no means no. I'm telling you, man. Jeez, this is some of the but, stuff. Yeah, as, no, this is an <laughs> this incredibly is, this important is what point. We wanted, but yes. wow, <laughs> that went zero to a hundred real fucking quick. It's no, just some it's, of the scary going, things, like going. going with uh, what we said that you know today's way different than it used to be. You know, school shootings are happening all the time. Some of them you see is because a girl told a guy no, and it's absolutely her right to do so. Uh, and now you have these uh, was it incel. Uh, involuntary, yeah, celibates who think that, oh, I, I don't, I can't have sex because it's involuntary and nobody wants me or some shit. So they get to, uh, they're uh, demean women, bully women, kill women, rape them, whatever. They think that it's all in full in their right to do whatever they want. So as a parent of a daughter, I mean, that's frightening. So it's, you know, I have to teach her to, you know, stand up for herself at the same time. You got to worry. It's like, Oh God, what could happen? But I don't know. I mean, that's kind of throwing up in the air and that's more stuff that it kind of putting, it's like, yeah, I want to put my daughter through like uh, like Kung Fu classes or something, you know, give her something that she can self-defend with. But at the same time, it's like, I should not have to do that. Because it shouldn't be on her to, you know, stop some boy from doing something. We just need to teach boys to just, not be fucking creeps right. and understand and this whole, what no means. You know, boys will be boys thing, kind of going back to that. Like that uh, one guy, I can't remember, I think his name was Brock or something, raped that woman behind the trash can. Those two guys stopped yeah. and it was so horrific that, you know, the guys who saved her actually cried about it. Um, they, and they just let him off. His dad said, his dad said something like, oh, don't let, you know, 15 minutes of fun ruin his whole life. It's like, what the bullshit is this? Jesus. Like, yeah, that ruined her whole life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, like, I'd set fire to that kid right now if I could. That's ridiculous. How could you even, as as one, as a parent, 
condone your kid to be like, oh, it's just boys will be boys kind of thing. It's not like they were at some party, they were both drunk, and this blah, blah, blah was happening. He raped her behind a fucking dumpster. So, right. This is ridiculous. And, you know, as a parent, these are things that go through my head. What am I going to have to tell my daughter? What's, you know, what am I going to have to, you know, throw her away to tell her to get ready, prepared for, and all that kind of stuff. So, as a parent, uh, I know there's, like, lots of things to think about that, you know, you might, as a normal person without kids, you wouldn't think about. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, that actually leads really good into the the, the next statement I wanted to make, talking about yeah. the issues that parents deal with. And you already hit the nail on the head right there by saying um, that would that's not something that I I would ever think about talking to my kid about. Um, what you just mentioned. Um, I mean, yes, I'm going to teach my kid no means no and, you know, how to respect human beings, but that what you just said about the, the is this guy on something, the, the Brock dude, what you said about that, it's not something that would ever cross my mind in normal thought process of, of having a kid. Um, I, I think of when we talk about some of the new issues as well, though, um, how some parents just don't get technology and how, how technology has now presented a whole new aspect mm-hmm. to how people can uh, really get to your children. Um, yeah, it opens that whole new door. Yes. Um, so we listed a couple of the social media things that we've seen. I think, Andy, you're going to open up on this one. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, the first point you put goes down with the other point that I wanted to talk about, right, is that social media has just caused the uh, uh, prominence of, like, fake news and scare tactics to just be so easy to spread, right, especially to people who are misinformed and may not do a lot of research to find out if this thing they're reading about is actually legit or not. Um, So, what was it, maybe a year or two now ago, we had the Tide Pods challenge (laughs) where kids were you know supposedly on this craze of eating tide pods um and i know it's not as as many people were actually eating tide pods as you know the internet might have led you to believe but i think there were at least a few kids that did legitimately go to the hospital and i think some kid died from eating fucking tide pods um but then you have a lot of things that are just fake right just entirely made up stories about challenges that kids are yeah. doing like you know what your kids doing at their sleepover and like you know what rainbow parties ch- what, yeah what oh god <laughs> what their chat <laughs> you know what their chat acronyms mean online and you know all this stuff that's just a lot of misinformation and i think a lot of people don't don't take you know just five seconds to actually look at it and one try to identify okay Where's this news coming from? Is this coming from a reputable news site, or is this coming from, like, you know, joeschmo.com slash blog? Ask uh, Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. Are you but, getting your news from a podcast? Don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but otherwise, I mean, there are, there are reputable news podcasts, though, but you know what I mean. And, and I yeah. know what you mean, but... But so, Google and Snopes are very, very helpful yeah. <laughs> in helping you figure out if something you're reading is totally bullshit or not. But I feel a lot of people just kind of blindly share things. They read the headline and they're convinced this is a thing. And 
I guess Ben, uh, I know you have one you want to talk about. Yeah, specifically this new this this whole like past two weeks Momo. Oh, um, Jesus. Apparently, you know, all these children's videos that uh, this horrifying figure, um, which was actually an art project from some dude in Japan that made it, um, coming in and coming along almost like the, you know, Bloody Mary story from our parents' age. Um, If you don't do what she says, they're going to kill you, this, that, and the other. And uh, there were some videos of it, but to be honest, a lot of the videos showed up after... The news of it broke. Yeah, there was so no actual evidence of any of the kids' videos having this spliced in. Like, initially, it was, it, yeah, it, obviously, yeah. Yeah, they only yeah. came out after they only came out after a ton of articles said that they were out there, but they were before these articles. That was not a thing. Yeah. So it was a lot of it was a lot of hype for nothing, and it was something that, funny enough, started like over a year ago in South America. It, it runs as a cycle. Exactly. So, so you hit another cycle. And like, I had a couple of friends on my Facebook that had kids that went on a crusade against this stuff. Oh, they were going geez. out. They were going out and they were hunting the videos and they did find a few of them. But you know, if you look at the date, the video came out and you realize, Hey, this was after the initial post. It's copycat stuff. It's somebody wanting hits yeah. to their site, this, that, and the other. And I feel like I feel like just social media in general, when it comes to kids, no matter the age, we've talked about this in a previous episode. Anybody's willing to say anything over a keyboard would there be no repercussions. And oh, yeah. cyberbullying exactly. is a real thing that is horrible. I never dealt with it because social media wasn't big when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean you hear the stories of how mean these kids are to other kids and it's 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 easy to be hardcore behind a keyboard you know all the kids now right you're having they're having to grow up with that from the beginning because they're all on social media whether they yeah. should way be before or they should be, be right? cuz yeah. almost every social media site says 13 and up well yeah it's like the law uh, i mean but exactly you know, fake accounts i mean like, ugh, it's 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 so annoying yeah. so annoying can you just put something new here? Do you want to elaborate? And then, yeah, yeah, I want to elaborate that in a second. But I mean, also, you got to think about even even if they're not on social media, right? Even if they're just uh, playing games, like like any kid would, just like we will, even playing, you know, right now, a lot of kids are playing Fortnite. Whatever you think about the game, whether or not, but you can experience a ton of cyberbullying in that kind of environment where we didn't deal with that playing video games until yeah, we were no. already old enough to laugh about the people on there trying to just, you know, flame you, right? It, well, I most people was, that are actually flaming are the problem. They're the 13-year-old right, kids right. who think they're cool. And then oh, they yeah, start, exactly. Oh, they just start saying every cuss word humanly imaginable yeah. because exactly. their parents but, aren't that when we When we it, really got into, you know, online gaming, we'd already spent years playing games not online and and really didn't didn't grow up with the possibility of even being bullied while trying to play video games which is something that i just think is horrible because that's supposed to be a safe space for a lot of kids right is no if you suck you need to know you suck then (laughs) i'm just saying if you go zero and 16 in a game of quality i am gonna tell you to uninstall (laughs) because there's no need for that mess Go play the story or something. Get better. Come back later. You, you make children cry. Um, 
True story. Only have Pokemon um, tournaments. Yeah, true story. Running a Pokemon tournament at a video game retail establishment, and a kid wanted to battle me, and the kid said, I've got this really great team of Pokemon, and I'm trying to be nice, so I'm like, I, I'll, I'll take it easy on the kid, this, that, and the other. Um, kid's beating me, and after he, like, he beats two of the Pokemon, he starts running his mouth. I was like, I was about to let this kid walk away unharmed and continue to have a good day until he started the trash talk. My mom can attest to the fact that I usually don't let people win. It's not something I have ever condoned. I feel like if you're going to win, you need to earn it. And then proceeded to turn around and crush this kid in Pokemon to the point where he cries and goes to his mom. And his mom comes to me, does it make you feel good to beat a little kid at a video game? I said, no, it doesn't. I was just having a good time. Your son needs to learn how to lose. (laughs) You need to win with grace and you need to lose with grace. And if you can't do one or the, if you can't do both, you don't need to play. But the other piece I put on here is something that, uh, you know, going along with the fake things that we see, right, with fake news and random challenges and BS like that, is there has been a legitimate discussion about the content that shows up on YouTube that is marked and tagged as kid-friendly, and a lot of it, you know, really as people have dug into it, has turned out not to be. Has turned out to be kind of very weird and pretty disturbing and probably not something kids should be watching and i know a lot of my friends one they don't even let their kids get on youtube but i wasn't sure if gabe if you dealt with any of that or what your plans for were for that when your (laughs) kid eventually wants to get on youtube because there's a lot of things right they try to tailor it as like oh keep your kid on this side of youtube and it's safe but that really may not be the case uh Usually, so far, she didn't really go to YouTube. I've seen her on, like, YouTube Kids a couple times, just watching funny videos. Um, Nothing, you know, what these fake stories come out to tell you. Like, hey, any any video they click on, they're going to have some Momo or some (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Um, But typically, she doesn't do that. She just plays, like, games, like, uh, little single player, not even online games on her tablet, or just watches TV. Uh, She's pretty content. She likes to draw, so she's not really going into that stuff. Now, when it goes up to, you know, when she eventually will play online, because I do, I'm, I'm sure, you know, she watches me enough that she'll, she will someday. That to go, to go to Ben's point, you gotta, you gotta learn to win, you gotta learn to lose, and it's gonna happen. And not to just, you know, ball up or you know, explode after a, a loss, and just to take it gracefully. Those kind of things. But uh, yeah, the way online uh, gaming works is when you win, you're a hacker. When you lose, you need to get good. <laughs> you gotta be somewhere in the middle. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta not be the winner. You gotta be like the we, first loser. We have a friend that I will not mention the name. I'm just gonna explain <laughs> the story and you can guess wherever it is. If they die, it is never their fault. It is always the game is bullshit or the person is hacking, the person is cheating, needs to be reported. But when he's doing the exact same thing, it's perfectly acceptable and okay. Of course, you can't, you can't stand that. Just those gonna go first ahead and... three words. I knew exactly who you're talking about. Um, <laughs> oh. There's about three With... people I can think of off the top. Now, of my I will head. say that, like personally, me, it, if stuff happens, I'll usually throw out the bullshit, you know, all the time. But it's yeah. it's fine, whatever. You know, start the next game. I'm not like yeah. I can't play this. Blah blah blah. Yeah. 
You don't hold on to it and cultivate yeah. salt like some people do. Just getting into the salt mines for some people. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't um, put your foot through your Xbox. Yeah, don't do that. And then also, other than all the weird, all the weird and dangerous things that we have on, I'm going to put air quotes around dangerous things on social media because sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me or hurt me forever. However, you want to say that one. Um, there's actually just a lot of weird people in the world too that create a whole nother set of issues. And I think this has also been brought to light um, in recent memory because of documentaries like Abducted in Plain Sight, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Leaving Neverland, um, the Ted Bundy documentary thing that everybody's freaking out about, you know? Oh, man, right. So there's just a lot of people that don't mean well. And that doesn't just apply to kids, but I think kids no, fall everybody. into that group a little bit more. Because they are less apt and able to understand those things. Um, I know something you hear about, and this might go, you know, I, I think there's more truth to this and some of the other things we've talked about social media. Um, have you had to deal? Or d d Chloe doesn't really have any online interaction. I no, think she doesn't. I think when she was first born, y'all had made her a Facebook so y'all could share photos of her to your Yeah, Laura had made uh, Facebook, mainly uh, to share with her family back in Australia, but um, I don't know if that's upkept anymore, to be honest. It, it's not. Okay, yeah. Um, But yeah, so do you ever have an issue since, you know, you do have your own social media? Have you ever had any weird people try to follow you because you've had pictures of your daughters, kind of pedophiles lurking on social media? Not that I've noticed anything like that, but I could easily understand that kind of stuff. You know, just watching stuff on the news even. There's, like, groups of people that'll follow around school buses just waiting for, you know, oh, Jesus. kids to get off. There was, I want to say, like, maybe a month ago or something, uh, that one girl that was abducted, um, or, or what had happened was he had followed the school bus home because I believe he had seen her on social media, followed her home from the school bus, uh, he went in, like, killed her parents, and she, like, ran away or something. This was in Wisconsin, wasn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. And, like, somebody found her on the side of the road just, you know, like, yeah. shivering and stuff. But, yeah, it's some yeah. fucked up stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, that's horrifying. Oh, you hadn't heard that story? That actually, no. No, I um, Okay, so I know a little bit more because I work with some people from Wisconsin um, who, who kind of kept up with the story a little bit more than your average bear would there. Um, guy came in, did kill her parents, took her, kept her locked in like a basement or a, a room. He lived out in the middle of nowhere. Um, she learned his like routines from watching him and like what he did every day. She escaped, went to the nearest neighbor's house to get help. And then since that neighbor felt that they were too close to the house, that neighbor took them to another place to get help. And that's how it all got worked out. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's things that, you know, I think another issue you have with this, that's probably not something that's new to having to be dealt with as a parent. It's just now in the day and age of social yeah. media, you hear about it immediately. Because yeah. as us, as like, you know, me and Andy living in Georgia, you living in Arizona, that may happen in your local town. Before social media, that usually probably didn't leave that local town. Right. And even Whereas within that local town, you may not hear about it as much, but... Mm -hmm. 
you know, and that's, yeah. I mean, the same thing like what you're saying, Ben, right? Where you hear about these things instantly. You, you, these things it, are immediately on social media. They're immediately posted. And I see the same thing, right, with kind of the local Facebook for where I live, which is not considered a small town anymore, but a lot of people. Yo, dog, y'all want a fire stick? Act fire stick for sale, bro. <laughs> right. Besides that, you got like you know people posting you know from the sheriff's sheriff the sheriff uh, office, right? They'll post about basically whatever happens, um, and you constantly have people being here like, oh my god, this town used to be so safe and quiet. These things never used to happen. And I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of them did. You just didn't hear about it, <laughs> and and I think that's a lot of social media stuff. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of social media making the world feel like it's not as safe as that actually is. These things happen. You just you didn't hear about them because they got brushed under the rug a lot. You had an interesting quote you put here, Andy. I I want you to read this out loud. Oh, my favorite one, and uh, I'll 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 tell the rest of my story right after this one. But uh, so (laughs) one thing I thought of a while ago, and I've heard other people say it too. I'm not attributing this to myself. Is that uh, we used to tell kids not to give out your name or any kind of personal personally identifiable information on social media. But now we literally summon strangers from the internet to drive us places. And and when you think about that, it's a bit trippy sometimes. Cause I remember back like, you know, having teachers, you know, in the early internet days, right, in the early two thousands, being like, never tell anybody online your name. Not even your first name. Don't tell ASL. ASL. Like, ASL. ASL, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, don't make your aim username your name. Just, you know, make up a make up a, a screen name for it. Like just all these things. And and now we're literally like, hey, uh, you know, stranger, come come drive me places. Drive me to my house. Yep. Here's my home address. Yes, please. Here's my home address. <laughs> I, I don't even want you to drive me there. Just bring me food. But, yeah, 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 exactly. You know what? Bring food to my house while I am, you know, otherwise incapacitated. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And and thinking about it, it definitely opens the door for a lot of horrible things to happen. I mean, we've probably both read about, you know, Craigslist killer, you know, Uber driver getting killed or Uber passenger getting assaulted by the by the driver and Yeah, or or Uber things. Uber driver getting uh getting uh molested by Jameis Winston. I mean, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, I I NFL yeah. True Grounds edition. NFL True <laughs> but you know, all these things that they're probably they're not new crimes, right? Before you had a Craigslist killer, you had a Yellow Pages killer. You know, before you had you know the you know Uber driver murder, you had a taxi driver. But there's just things that make this more out in the open. Everybody hears about it more. It's all over the place, and of course, it's the newest technology, so it's immediately going to be demonized. Whatever the next thing is, it's going to be demonized as the most dangerous thing ever. I'm sure you guys have seen. Airbnb horror stories, where generally an Airbnb is just about the same as any hotel, uh, but you're going to hear about the worst aspects of anything, and these aren't things that didn't happen before, they just get more attention. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that we hear about, and it's becoming a huge thing now, vaccinations. And as you being the only parent here, how do we feel about vaccinations, Gabe? All right, from one parent to any other parents listening, get your kids fucking vaccinated. There's absolutely no reason in this day and age 
to think that you're high and above any fucking scientist, any doctor, to think that, oh, my kid, blah, 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 autism, or, you know, there has been no proven links, there's absolutely no reason that this, it, it, it boggles my mind, and it gets under my skin, that <laughs> things we've had eradicated almost, or, you I'm know, things back. are coming back, yeah. and not just, yes. like, here and there, they're coming it, back in droves, and it's, it's ridiculous. Really and let, yeah. let me let me drop some science real quick. Autism is a genetic disorder. It happens while the child is being formed in the womb. You know what the child is not getting while being formed in the womb? Vaccines. You know why people say vaccines cause autism? Is because your children are getting vaccines at the same age that you can start noticing the signs of autism. Causation is not the cause of effect. There is a separation between the two. Vaccinate yeah, your damn... Causation does not lend itself to a direct correlation. Yeah, causation does not equal correlation. Vaccinate your damn crotch goblins. <laughs> you just needed another opportunity to say... <laughs> to drop the goblins. I, I, I really did. I really <laughs> you did. did. And you fit it in there perfectly. But I'm, I am glad, glad to hear, it, Gabe, not that I had any doubt that like you <laughs> didn't want to vaccinate your children, but I would have ended the recording right here look and, and anybody bullshit. else who's listening anybody else who's listening my kid is autistic do i blame vaccinations not at all because i know that's that's stupid to think that it, it she may have her own things growing up and i may have to you know do different things so that she learns differently that's fine right you, you know let, let's back up let's say that vaccinations did cause autism when's the last time you saw any autistic kid ever do something wrong or, you know, even fuck up anything. Like, you never hear them like, oh, they shot up a school, or they did this. It's usually the ones that they're the ones getting bullied. So how about you fucking just watch your own kid, tell them, you know, stop being a little shit, and just grow up and be a good parent. I Who just want to also point, autism? What? I also want to point out that nobody has ever died of being autistic. They have died of the yeah. measles. Yeah. So what <laughs> you're saying is you, you would I rather do. your kid die than be autistic, and I think that's really fucked up of you. Yeah, it's not of anyone Absolutely. in this group, but of people. So, yeah, yeah. if you're not going to get your kid uh, vaccinated, then you better homeschool them. In. Yeah, homeschool them. Keep them away from all other children. The first time you take them to Chuck E. Cheese, buy a little tiny casket because they will die as soon as they go in the ball pit. They're not getting out of the ball pit, so make sure <laughs> yeah, you. They're not, yeah, they're not getting out. They're yeah, exactly. I mean, there's. Okay. It's even really horrible now that you see. There's kids who are getting older, right, who have had to deal with parents who have been anti-vaxxers. And there are, like, secret Facebook groups and Reddits and all these places where people, kids are now, you know, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds are reaching out online trying to find out ways where they can get vaccinated um, without their parents finding out. Yeah, A kid in Oregon um, ended up getting tetanus, which is something you get a vaccination that you are from, from a young age. You get boosters yeah. as you grow up. 811, $811,000 hospital bill because his oh. parents didn't want to get him vaccinated. And even while he's in the hospital, they refuse to get him vaccinated. No. What we're saying no. is vaccinate because just because everybody else does it, you don't think you need to. The herd is thinning now. We are starting to drop below the 95% threshold that's needed. For the herd immunization Immunity. to work, 
So just keep that in mind. No longer is the herd immunity a thing. If you don't vaccinate your kid, be prepared to deal with the consequences of him getting polio, something that should have been eradicated years ago. But because people don't want to vaccinate their kids, it's not. Let's move on because I feel like we could do a whole podcast on why you need to act. Exactly. (laughs) We're going to start screeching in a moment. But something, this is something, uh, this is going to get deep for a second. Outside of the cyberbullying, real bullying is an issue. And I feel like real bullying is an issue that needs to be addressed. I feel like more than cyberbullying. I can read stuff online all day long and it doesn't hurt my feelings. It's when you're looking a human being in the face and people are still willing to make fun of them to an extent. Right. I was and it's a fat something kid. that still gets yeah. ignored in schools. Yeah. I was a fat kid all through school. Same, bro. I got I got picked on a lot for my size. Um but it's one of those things where You'll never eradicate bullying, but you have to teach kids how to deal with bullying. And I don't think that's something that's done enough. Kids aren't taught how to handle conflict. There's no way to... They're not taught conflict de-escalation. Um, I'm, I, I was told by my mom the first time I came home and complained about somebody picking on me. I was told to tell the kid to hit me or shut the fuck up. Those were my mom's exact words. Damn, son. Sounds the, right. It sounds right. <laughs> the first time I ever had to do that was on the bus. Kid was picking on me. And th- this is one thing when I look back, I'm pissed off because at the time I was like 160 pounds and this kid was like 90 and I'm letting him pick on me. Yeah, I know I, that feeling. I, I, I know that feeling so I could have well. crushed him, but I, yeah. I, I, I never thought about it. But I just remember telling him, I told him, I turned around and told him, I said, hit me, hit me or shut the fuck up. And he never bothered me again. Yep. Ever. Yeah. Not I, saying that's going to work all the time. No, but you it's know, not always going to work. If he had hit me, I would have been hit. He would have gotten in trouble, or he wouldn't have gotten in trouble one way or another. But I would have shown that I'm not scared. And that's all bullies want, is to feel like they're better than you by making them scared. If you stand up and show that you're not afraid of them, they lose oh, yeah. all ability to be scary. They, they they totally lose it and and I I can totally relate Ben yeah. uh, as like being a larger kid all through school uh, middle school high school you know all the, all that time and and I remember in high school I, I didn't it wasn't until high school that I kind of got the uh, the courage to just stop giving a fuck about what people thought especially because i was in a unique situation where i just moved to a totally different state totally different world to me and uh some some little little rednecky boy was like getting in my shit calling me fat in the locker room and uh i i uh picked him up and like held him against the top locker and, and then he stopped uh <laughs> Stop that <laughs> pretty swiftly, <laughs> you know, and that was the, the moment where I was like, wait, I'm thinking about this size difference here. I can crush this boy. Yeah. Not saying you should crush people. Don't no, become no, a didn't. bully to stop bullying. I didn't crush bull- him. I just yeah. held him against it. But bullies are something that kids have to deal with and will continue to always have to deal with. I don't think the bullying problem will ever be able to be eradicated, but I do feel like as dumb as this sounds, I feel like bullies have a place in society you either learn to overcome your bullies or you let your bullies control you and you can't let other people control you. As dumb as it sounds, I feel like the person I am today was cultivated by being bullied as I was younger. 
and then suddenly realizing they don't mean anything, and now I just don't care what anybody thinks. Yeah, your absolutely. first chance to grow that thick skin. Do what? It's just first chance to throw the uh, grow the thick skin. So yeah, no, yeah. it's like you said, they're they're not gonna go away. Bullies will yeah. always always be around, yeah. and you can do whatever you can crack down. Oh, this is a zero tolerance. We get your safe zones and whatnot. It's always gonna happen. Yeah. So you know, teach your kids. Say, hey, this is gonna happen. Shrug it off, or do what your mom said and tell them to hit you. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Hit me or get these hands. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't get these hands. You can hit me. Yeah. See, I I think is a. That doesn't say that like you shouldn't tell your kids that hey, don't bully. You know, don't. It it shouldn't just run rampant. Like, be a good parent. Be like, raise your kids right. But yeah, like you said, bullying's gonna happen. Yeah. And 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 teach your kids to stand up for the kids getting bullied too. Not yeah. just that, yes, hey, I'm yes. the only one getting bullied. You know, stand up for somebody. I, yeah, that doesn't happen enough. It doesn't happen enough. And there's nothing just, I think, I, I still have memories of right of, of being that person getting bullied and having people that were my, you know, friends kind of just stand there. And that sucks. So just teach your kids not to, not to like stand for that, right, when your friend's getting yeah, that's why I was friends with pretty much anybody and everybody. I tried to be very sociable. I think Gabe can attest to that one. Yeah. Um, you're still friends with everybody. I mean, you're <laughs> not wrong, but it's one of those things. So as we've talked about all the negative and horrible things about, you know, being a parent and having children and this, that, and the other, and then we've talked about all the dangers of, you know, having kids and what you've got to look out for. Andy, what are your thoughts on having children? Oh, I put one line on the outline here. Um, right now, it is not in the cards um, for me and my wife. It's just uh, so uh, it's not, a hard not no. currently a thing. Just currently a hard no. Not not leaving it not open for uh, for possible debate later. Um, there, like honestly, point, nothing wrong with that. Like some people yeah. won't have kids. Don't don't pressure people into have kids. Say, oh, kids, right, this, which kids is that. The, the worst thing when you first get married. Um, yeah. Ben, I'm sure, has, has dealt with some of this, getting yep. married pretty recently. Yep. But it is yep. literally How, how soon non-stop. after you got married did your mom ask? Uh, mom, oh. not mom, not really. It was dad has been asking oh, for like the past five years, even before we were married, like when I'm going to get grandbaby. <laughs> oh, uh, no time soon. As soon as you about. adopt one. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, wow. For me, I mean, like we said, me, me and my wife, we do want to have kids and We've kind of set the time limit of I would like to have kids before I turn 35 because I don't want to be that 70-year-old dad at my child's graduation. Yeah, that's fair. And you also but don't I, want to be a new dad at 40. I don't want to be a new dad at like I, I know, 40, I know a new dad who's 40. You know him too. It's rough. Who? Joe. Oh. oh. That man is old as hell. Yeah, I didn't realize he was that old, so... <laughs> <laughs> and, and Gabe, thoughts of uh, of of the great joys of being a parent? Where where are they? What are the joys and pitfalls of parenthood, my friend? Uh, you know, it's it's surprising. It, and as you've known me forever, you, you probably think, "Oh, I mean, God, I, God would never I, have kids." I, I have uh, lived through the the ordeal. I just want you to put it into words for the people that aren't me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, there's there's lots of great joys. Uh, even the the small things, you know, they'll come home with a big smile on their face. You know, something super simple will happen at school that just lit up their day, and it, it reflects on you. And you you know you smile. You're like, oh, she's having this much fun and stuff. And like my favorite time of year 
you know, as kids, you couldn't wait, you know, for Christmas and stuff. Like, I love going out and buying her presents and getting ready for Christmas because I can't wait to, like, for her to rip it open and get, you know, excited and stuff. There's lots of good stuff. Uh, and oh, yeah. I can guarantee as every every day, you know, you just look for the little things and you, you, won't, you won't regret it. That's fucking yeah. precious. <laughs> All right. So Andy's ovaries are ovulating now. <laughs> <laughs> But Gabe, really like to thank you for coming on with us today, and you know, bringing a parent's viewpoint to this. Because uh, without you, I think any credibility this podcast could have had would have been out the window. Yeah, well, glad to be here. Yeah, glad I could. It wouldn't. Uh, it would have been not a good look if we tried to do this. <laughs> yeah, would it would have not have been good for the brand there. Not a good um, look, bro. No, not at all. Oh, uh, so yeah. Again, Gabe, thank you so much for coming on with us and taking time out of your uh, your your busy schedule. Um, Anytime. I say that with a little bit of sarcasm because I yeah. know you were just playing Apex Legends before you started this hey, podcast. Hey, but you know what? I mean, he he has a full-time job and he's raising a child, so. He is. He's, he's, he's vaccinating. He's raising a vaccinated child. He's raising child. A, yeah, a vaccinated child and still keeping up with wrestling, so I applaud him. Yes. Oh, so as always, thank again, one last time, thank you, Gabe like to thank the audience and all of you listening. If you haven't given us a listen or if this is your first episode, please go back and enjoy some of our backlogs. If you're using a site where you can rate or review us, please give us that rating or review to help us get up those search results engines. Um, as always, I am Ben. You can find me at Dr. Fumble 7 on Twitter. I'm Andy at AndySum25 on Twitter. And uh, Gabe, do you have a social media you like to plug? Twitter, anything like that? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I've not checked <laughs> Twitter every now and then. Let's throw that out there. Um, hashtag, or, he just retweets or, Becky Lynch. That's all he does on Twitter. Yeah, if you're going to uh... follow me, it's mostly Becky Lynch. Um, I, like, hardcore love that woman. But um, <laughs> it's at underscore Schrodinger's cat without the C. All right. When make Schrodinger. sure to send that, send that to me, and I will make sure it is in the show notes this week. All right, cool. All right. Y'all have a great night whenever you're watching this. Thank you for listening and enjoy. All right. Bye, guys.